Hello, and welcome back to Intimacy After Infidelity, episode number four. I'm so glad you're here today. The topic today is something that I call radical honesty, and this is four ways to rebuild trust in your marriage. Now, maybe the affair has happened on your side, and you are looking for ways to rebuild the trust with your husband. However, if the affair was on his side, maybe you're looking for ways that he could rebuild trust so that you could begin to make that relationship intimate again. There has to be trust for the marriage to survive and thrive. So four ways to rebuild trust with yourself in your marriage. And let me just tell you, first of all, it's going to be work with yourself. Then it'll be work with your spouse. So super excited to dig into this. Thanks again for being here today. Hey friend, welcome to the Intimacy After Infidelity podcast. I'm Christina Joy, forgiven daughter of Jesus, wife, mom, and affair recovery coach. Chances are you are stuck in a marriage that feels broken and you're uncomfortable with even speaking the word affair. You want to avoid heartbreak and divorce, but lately marriage has felt filled with landmines. You're wishing there was a step-by-step manual for how to survive how to heal emotionally, how to rebuild your life, and maybe even enjoy it. Well, my dear, you are in the right place. So if you're ready to move forward, clothed with strength and dignity, then find that safe space and pop in that earbud. Let's rebuild your life and marriage better than it's ever been. Friend, if you are asking yourself, how do I even begin this journey of rebuilding trust of just rebuilding my life after finding out that our marriage was affected by an affair. If you're wondering, how do I find safety? How do I come up with the vocabulary? How do I even have a conversation with my husband about these topics that are hard for me to think about, let alone be able to talk with him as well? Friend, if you're asking any of these questions and you're feeling stuck, like there is no one on this planet who would understand your situation, would you head over to christinajoycoaching.com and would you connect with me? You are not alone. And there's a free training with some information there about just beginning the journey. And then I'd love to connect with you and hear your thoughts to see if you think that those steps would work for you or not. And I'd love to talk with you to hear your feedback and just see if I could be of any encouragement to you and maybe find the right next step for you and your marriage. So again, that was christinajoycoaching.com. And let's get you on that journey of getting free from the shame and walking into freedom. So our goal today is to make the commitment to radical honesty, first with yourself and then with your spouse. And I have four specific ways that you need to show radical honesty. All right, here's the first one honesty in your calendar. Do you share a family calendar with your husband? I have loved Google Calendar. I have it on both of our phones and we can access it on the computer. But that way, if my husband wants to plan something, first of all, it just helps our logistics. He can look to see, does our family have any prior commitments? Will I be taking the kids somewhere that day? So it helps with our communication. But it also helps with our honesty. If I'm going to be going somewhere, it's in the calendar. He knows exactly where I'm going to be. 
Maybe it's work responsibilities. Is there a work meeting or even a church meeting with someone or a group of people? Do you have an appointment that you have to be at or take the kids to? So one way that you can trust each other is by knowing where you are. Are you at work? Are you at home? Are you somewhere else? So the calendar is a great way to communicate, but also rebuild that trust. You know where the other person's going to be. The second way to show radical honesty in your relationship is how much time an appointment will take. Will it take 20 minutes or will it take two hours? Because if you're going on an errand that should only take 20 or 30 minutes, but if you end up being gone for two to three hours, that is not being honest. Now, things happen. Hear me out. I'm talking about a situation where a spouse has been lying about where they're going or what they're doing. And so one way that maybe in the past someone used to lie Uh, about this affair is that they would extend their errand time to take longer because that was when they were able to live their life of secrecy. So if you want to commit to radical honesty in your relationship, be honest about the amount of time something will take. Do not allow something to take four hours when it should only take under an hour. So be honest about how much time it's going to take. Third, be honest with your location. Guys, I'll be super honest with you here. This was the one that I struggled with. I said I was going to go one place, which I probably did, but I added a couple more stops along my way. So this also goes in with the time, but if I had been honest with my location, I would have just gone to the place I said I was going, like the grocery store, and I would not have made any extra stops along my way home. Are you where you say you're going to be? Here's how to know if you're being honest with this. Would you be willing to have a family tracker on your phone? I don't know if you're familiar with this, but a lot of major phone companies allow for you to share your GPS location in a family group. So maybe if you have older children, your mom and dad and children, you can all see each other on there. Now, often that is for protection for the children. Mom and dad want to see where the child is. But in this case, would you be willing to have that on your phone? And if not, I'm curious, what's your resistance to that? Now, when I first heard about this, I said, no way, that's like stalking. I don't need somebody else in my family to be stalking me every minute of the day, wondering where I am and where I'm going. But you know, deep, deep, deep down why I had resistance to that? Because I had been lying about my location and I didn't want anybody to know where I really was. Now that I have nothing to hide, I don't care if you know where I'm at. Chances are, actually, I'm home all day. You can find me at home. But if I'm running an errand to the grocery store or the library or going to see my parents or something else, I would not care if somebody was tracking my location because I am a woman of my word and I go where I say I'm going and I'll be gone for approximately the right amount of time. Finally, number four. 
How else can I be radically honest with my emotions? Let me tell you, friend, you have to learn how to be honest, honest, honest with your emotions. First of all, with yourself and with God. Then you will have to learn to be honest with your emotions with your husband. If you want your marriage to survive, if you want to rebuild it better than it's ever been, you have to do the emotional work. Let me just give you the permission here. It is okay to express all of your emotions to God. He is big enough to handle your biggest emotions. If you are in a season where things are not okay, here's your permission. It's okay to yell at God. It is okay to cry and be confused and be angry. And it's okay to have needs and to express those needs. He can handle it. God is big enough to handle your big emotions. And it takes some practice. If you're like me, it's super awkward at first. I didn't like to use emotional language. I had to learn some emotional vocabulary. It has been a journey. It hasn't come naturally. But let me tell you, it is worth it. If you want to grow, if you want to heal, you have to learn how to express yourself. Now, here's the tricky part. You have to learn how to express yourself with the Lord first. So then you are able to express yourself with your spouse. Okay, so how can I grow in my emotions and how can I begin healing in that way? I've said this before. My number one recommendation is finding your safe spaces. Find a safe friend and find a journal. Get your favorite journal and your favorite pen. That will be a safe space for you where you can learn to be honest with yourself. You can learn how to trust yourself. You can begin to sort through everything, sort through those raw, hard, honest emotions. Friend, if you are coming out of an affair right now, you need that place where you can grieve, where you can question, where you can cry, where you can be frustrated, where you can feel hurt, and you can name all of those without fear of judgment. You need to learn how to be honest with Jesus. And like I said, learn that vocabulary where you can identify why am I feeling this and what am I thinking that caused me to feel that way? So again, here are the four ways that I recommend you begin having radical honesty in your relationship. And I guarantee that trust will begin to be rebuilt. First of all, can you be honest with your calendar and your appointments? Second, can you be honest with your time of those appointments or those errands? Third, can you be honest, radically honest with your location? You have nothing to hide. And finally, can you be honest with your emotions? Now, we could go so much deeper into each of those and especially the emotional part. Maybe you don't know the vocabulary Maybe you're wondering, how do I even begin? If I have a journal, what would I even write about? What questions would I ask? So if you're asking those questions of, okay, Christina, I hear what you're saying, but can you tell me more? Great, I can. Head over to christinajoycoaching.com 
grab that free information that I mentioned a couple minutes ago, and I would love to connect with you. Uh, Send me a DM on Instagram, shoot me an email, but please reach out to me because I would love to help you on this journey. Trust is the most important thing in your relationship. Without trust, there is no relationship. So I would love to help you take those first steps forward. I would love to pray with you, to cry with you, to listen to your story, to help you feel seen and heard and loved. Sister, your story is significant. If no one's told you that yet, you are significant. So I would love to hold that space for you, to listen to you, to love you, and just to be that shoulder for you to lean on. So check out those links in the show notes, and I will see you on Tuesday. Thank you so much for hanging out here today. If you need to talk more about this topic, would you send me a message on Instagram at Christina Joy Coaching? Or if you want to know the first steps out of an affair, as well as what to do before agreeing to divorce, I'd love for you to grab my free training at ChristinaJoyCoaching.com. But if this encouraged your heart, please take a minute and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend so I can continue getting this show out to more women who need it. As always, be clothed with strength and dignity and laugh without fear of the future.